I'm health coach Heather, and you are listening to episode 41, the Happy Healthy Kids Summit. You're listening to the Healthy Families Rule podcast hosted by health coach Heather, master health coach and wellness educator specializing in family health. This show is about raising a strong, healthy, resilient family with confidence and courage in a confused world. So hang out with me each week to learn recipes, exercise practices, and coaching tips to apply to your mental and physical well-being. Hello, my friends. How are you guys doing today on this beautiful weekend, this beautiful fall weather we're we're all probably having, I hope. I'm here in Arizona. Temperatures are still quite high, but it is cooling off at night, so that is a plus. I am very excited to share with you this podcast episode. I interviewed David and Odalis Hart, and they are putting on a summit called the Happy Healthy Kids Summit. It's coming up November 4th, or November 2nd, excuse me through the fourth. And so I want to make sure that you guys know all about this. They're going to tell us all about it. And I hope you guys grab your ticket right away. So let's get on with the show with David and Odalis Hart. All right. Welcome to the Healthy Families Roll podcast. I got some amazing guests today, Odalis and David Hart, and they are running their very first summit coming up in November for Healthy Happy Kids. They also own a martial arts studio. Can you guys tell us a little bit more about yourselves? Yes, we'd yeah. love to. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we've been doing karate since we were kids, and we actually started teaching when we were teens. I was 15, Dallas was six, 16. 16 years old when she started teaching. So um, collectively, we have 30 years of experience teaching martial arts to, to kids and adults, um, and we really specialize. Is it safe to say you're a black belt? Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah, both of us are. <laughs> He's a fourth degree black belt, and I'm a second degree black belt. Yeah, yeah. And nice. the idea is we've been teaching kids really uh, character education, self-defense, and, and fitness, and yeah, kind of our idea is just to make sure that, that students are being their best every single day and being resilient and not not quitting when things are getting tough. I also say that we are uh, gatherers yeah. of peer information. <laughs> yes, good. So what made you decide, because you have this Healthy Happy Kids Summit coming up, you work with kids, you're around kids all the time. Uh, what made what makes this, you know, kind of a really good time to have a summit? I mean, uh, I mean, the topics, you know, that we go over and is, I think, always rather important. Um, because our world is very ever changing, as yeah. as one would say, and steps to becoming, you know, what we see as a good parent or how to parent correctly. I mean, that changes literally every single day, every hour, with every single person out there. And we know parents they want to raise kids that are happy, healthy, and safe. So, um, and we, like Odala said, we're you know, collectors of parent information, and you know, we want as we're learning this stuff to give parents a leg up too. Absolutely. Um, I think this is a really good time myself for you guys to be putting on the summit, especially with elections so close, right? Yeah, and our yeah. minds are kind of focused on that, but we, we're not really focused on our kids and their health and all the emotions that they're taking in right now, too. So this could be the best time to have a summit, wouldn't you say, to refocus us on the family, getting our kids healthy and raising them into the next part of our world of what could happen, what's going to be coming our way. Wouldn't you agree? Yes, definitely. Yeah. Like you said, you know, everything is so chaotic, uh, I think to put it nicely uh, right now. So really shifting the focus back on on family, which is, you know, kind of what we did during the quarantine pandemic and, you know, all that stuff. Uh, just making sure that we're thinking about those those right things and 
making the most of this time, you know, whether you're, you know, have your job, whether you lost it, whether you're at home, whether you're not just making sure that you're learning different things every day to be the best parent that you can be. Oh yeah, absolutely. And it's going to look different for all of us in our situations, but we can always take one step ahead and just do a little bit better each day. So with that question, I want to, I want to say, what are some of the topics? Who are some of the people that you've interviewed and what are some of those topics that are, are covered in this summit to help parents? Yeah, so there's uh, we're really three days worth of topics. We have about 15 speakers, and everybody's split up. We have a happy day. We have a healthy day, which you spoke on our, our healthy day. And we have a day really all about keeping uh, teaching parents to keep their kids safe, right? So like about 15 speakers total. I mean, we could dive into Okay, so do you want to know all the topics or just <laughs> yeah. some examples? <laughs> yeah, give us some of the big ones that you think parents would be interested in, like really to, to grab a ticket and just show up, you know, what, what sure. are some of the big topics you think parents would love to hear about? Yeah. Well, your topic, absolutely. So how to get your kids to come off video games. Like- yeah. Limit, oh, yeah. Limiting yeah. electronics. That was a lot of fun. A lot of, a lot of golden nuggets in there and, and really focused on how the kids, you know, feel and how it affects their sleep. So that was really good. Um, we've interviewed oh. one of my mentors, Greg Silva, about how to develop positive kids. Um, Suzanne Tucker, which uh, from Jen Mindful. Mm-hmm. So she she talked about practicing positive but not permissive parenting, which was really fun. Yeah, a few other people um, that mm-hmm. we've gotten a chance to talk to is um, there was Dr. Paul Jenkins okay. on keeping or using positive psychology processes to live a life that you love. Uh, we talked to Rich Kohler about how to keep the kids safe and what to teach kids about predators as well as, um, I mean, there were so many of them. Oh my goodness. Um, That's a big topic right now is online predators. Wouldn't you say like all of us parents want to protect our kids? Cause you know, we send them off to school and we were, I think we're getting comfortable with that, but we don't understand the consequences of online predators yeah. and they're coming into our homes without us even knowing. So that's kind right. of a scary thing. So I'm, I'm glad that you're covering that. Yeah, definitely. When we talk to, to Rich, he explains how parents should explain, you know, predators in a way that it's, you know, not too scary for the kids, but still pretty realistic um, and how to kind of understand what a good stranger is, what a bad stranger is and uh, the misconception behind stranger danger in the first place, yeah. which was really interesting. So you guys definitely want to check that out. Awesome. Did you ever get a topic covered on sibling rivalry? Something us moms have to deal with a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Not necessarily sibling rivalry, um, but we did talk to somebody about making the right choices to avoid a fight. So that is uh, one of the topics on there. Um, We also Mm. talked about uh, the easiest way to start blending what we call bonus families. So if you, you know, get a divorce and you marry into Mm. a new family, kind of how to blend that and make it a little bit easier, the process. (laughs) Oh, heck yes. We need to hear that, right? There's a lot There's a lot of, of blended families that I coach and even talk to who struggle with this so much. They had, had no idea until they got into a second or third marriage, sometimes a fourth marriage. And then they have all of these extra extra things that they have to deal with as, a, as the step parent. And it can be very, very tricky and very hard. So I'm glad you're covering that topic as well. It sounds to me like you've got everything covered from nutrition to mental yeah. health and emotional health to safety, right? So this yeah, is yeah. an all around summit that you're, you're covering, right? Yep. Like we said, you know, before the, uh, the top categories on how to keep your kids happy, how to keep them healthy, how to keep them safe. So we were really excited to be able to meet um, so many just different people with different opinions and topics and ways to handle things and getting our minds open to circumstances and situations that we never would have had the ideas before. Yeah. 
just just for me, it's you know we created it really just for for parents. So we're we're not parents just yet, but we know they're they're pre parents, they're they're brand new parents, experienced parents that you know are trying to find ways to to connect and to teach and inspire their kids. So that's that's one of the big reasons. Absolutely. Why do do you do feel it. like th- this has helped you guys like um, understand what parenting is like a little bit? So when you have the chance to have kids, you've already gotten a good piece of wisdom from everybody. Yes, I mean it's definitely helped a lot. Um, <clears throat> You know, we know that there's not an exact parenting guidebook out there, but being able to talk to so many people who um, are, like we said, who are either like the new parents who have like four-year-olds or experienced parents who have like 47-year-olds, you know, <laughs> being able to to kind of pick their brains with their most important topics and things that we should be on the lookout for and conversations that we thought were going to be really difficult to have. But, um, you know, with all of the, like you said, the wisdom, it'll be hopefully a little bit easier, a little bit easier. <laughs> A little bit easier. Good. Um, is this is this summit for kids between an age range? What would you say, like for parents who have kids between certain ages? Yeah. So I think it really can be uh, four years old to really eighteen, you know, seventeen. Um, it, but the idea really is for. Um, we do have a family self-defense section. So, you know, it's a great opportunity for parents to bring their kids in and actually do some family self-defense together. Uh, but yeah, really it's for, for parents who have kids, you know, four to, to 18 years old and to try to find some golden nuggets and, you know, something that every speaker is talking about. Right. Um, even adult kids who live with their parents still, right? Yes. Playing yes. video games <laughs> in mom's basement. And I mean, there's something for everyone. I think that they'll get a lot out of it because a lot of times those kids aren't emotionally adults yet. So we yeah. almost have to, to think of them as a little bit younger than they really are. And we have to parent them a different way, maybe to get them to a place where they can launch, right? Failure to launch some of these kids, but where we can get them yeah. out into the world and, and, and really take off. And now that you know that you say you know, parents that have, you know, just different situations, different kids out there. It does uh, just remind me of the fact of how awesome it was to be able to get so many different insights on all the different kinds of parenting situations that could be out there. And I think, uh, you know, while we were talking about this interview and everything, you know, David put it best is that we realize that we're all in this together. That's one of the main, the main things that we got out of talking to so many people is at the end of the day, you know, one of the top tips that they would give is to lean on your community, you know, go out and ask for help. You don't have to do everything yourself. You know, it doesn't have to come naturally to you. As long as you have, you know, the resources, then you have ways to be a little better than you were yesterday. Yeah. I love, love, love that. Because as you start to have babies, you kind of find your tribe of people who parent in a similar way that you want to parent. Yeah. I know that's what happened for me and my husband is, is we kind of gravitated towards certain kinds of people who had certain even you can't guarantee your kids are going to turn out good, but sometimes you see how someone parents and the kids just kind of follow a pattern of, yeah. now my kids didn't. All right. But <laughs> I will tell you that when you try to like do your best to parent a certain way and, and hopefully the kids, you know, they want to, they want to choose the right and do what's good. Sometimes you don't get a kid like that all the time, but um, it's a, it's a matter of you keep going and you keep finding what works and you never quit and you do better each and every day, just like you said, and you have your community. So you have your people online that you're following too, that you just love to hear from, that you just want their support and you just you listen to their podcasts. And it just really gives you a couple ideas here and there to implement, to make parenting a little bit easier, a little bit better. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Cause most of our speakers, you know, they would give, um, just easy things to be able to implement. You know, it's not, it's nothing. I mean, just like we say to the parents who sign their kids up for karate, you know, that it's not going to be an instant change. Wow. We wonder overnight, but you look for those little victories, the little things that you are, the, the golden nuggets, as David would say, that you are able to, to implement. And, you know, we, 
it gets put in a way where it doesn't feel too overwhelming you're, and you go, okay, I think I can, I think I can try that today and see how that works. Yeah, that's really cool. So you guys, I want to talk about your karate studio for just a second. I think yeah, that's sure. really cool that you, you have that. So you decided together when you got married that you'd open this karate studio, right? And this would be like your guys's business. So it was, uh, so David was actually, I would say the pioneer when it comes to opening the, the karate school up, uh, cause he opened the karate school up when you were 25. Yeah. So around 2012 is when the, the first location came up. Yes. You know? Yeah. And so then, um, we dated long distance for about a year and then I moved up to be closer and to help out with the studios and everything. And then I think I was up here for two years before we decided to change the name. Right. It was like around two years. And that's when we shifted from our old um, name to what we call family martial arts, because we realized that that is what our main goal is for the studios is to create that safe haven for families out there that it doesn't matter what happened outside the door. When you come to karate class, like everything is is good in the world. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so now it sounds like you have more than one studio, or one location, right? We do. So yeah, we have two in Atlanta currently and we is almost done, but we are launching our online karate program here really, really soon. So because again, oh, our goal is, oh yeah. So yeah. we're trying to spread the message of character education and these life skills that kids really can, you know, it really can last a lifetime. As long as we implement it and practice it, it, become, it becomes a good habit. Can you tell me how you do this online if you're not physically with the kids showing them how to kick and punch and whatever? Uh, details, details, details and entertainment. <laughs> so with kids, it's really important to be entertaining. So, you know, we're not just in front of the camera going, OK, punch. OK, now kick. So we make it a little bit more entertaining, a little more uh, interactive because we'll have, you know, some that are live streamed throughout the classes and we'll have some recorded videos as well. Um, so the recorded videos, like I mentioned before, we make it very interactive and we just a lot of details, you know, instead of just, hey, yeah, pick up that hand. It would be, hey, pick up your front hand and try to punch this ninja in the face. Ready? I bet I can beat you to it. Three, two, one, ready, go. And so we challenge them in, in that way mm. make it a little bit more fun. Yeah. And what's fun, too, especially with online is uh, how the parents can get involved with it. So because yeah. it, it comes in its own challenges if you're not physically in the karate studio. So, you know, having that instead of an instructor really being there right with you, we have different drills, games, different uh, activities and challenges for kids to do with their parents to make it a, a family activity, which is a lot of fun. That's really cool. So will this be like a monthly membership that anyone from all over the world can participate in? Or is it just for your people in your community or, or what? No, worldwide is the goal. Oh, yeah, it's so, for everybody. You know, we realize with our locations, we can only spread the message, you know, so far within, you know, a, a distance around this around the school. So that was one of the inspirations in opening up the online studio is to be able to reach everybody all the way from, I don't know, from Georgia to Australia to England. I don't know. Anybody, anybody can come <laughs> in and join. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's really cool. So one of the big things that I teach families is uh, to teach your kids self-discipline. Yes. And don't you think that martial arts is one of the best places to do that for kids? Oh, oh yeah. Thousand percent. yeah. Yes. One of my mentors, Greg Silva, he always says, you got to teach your kids two things. One, teach them how to swim. Two, Put them in martial arts because <laughs> that discipline aspect, right. I mean, parents don't want to ask their kids over and over and over again to do things or to remind them every day. So that self-discipline not only works with the, the kids and how they act at school and home, but, you know, different the different chores that they're responsibility or they're responsible to completing as well. So, yeah, the goal is to have them start, you know, of course, being respectful, but doing things without their parents telling them to. Can you tell me how you implement that in your studio just to teach the kids those things other than kicking and punching, right? I'm, 
people don't understand that when you go to a karate class, because this is how my studio was for my kids, yeah. I would go and then the karate people would say, say good discipline. And they'd have to shout good discipline. Oh, did you do it the first time? Do it the first time. And they'd have to kind of repeat back all these things, you know, sure. and then they'd yeah. have a card at the end where they if, if they were, had good discipline that day or they got good grade or were nice, nice to their teacher. They'd hand in that card and they get a stripe on their belt or something. Can you tell me how you do that in your studio? Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, we we have our what we call the character education, the life skills. So we cover a very broad spectrum. Every single month we have a new word that we teach the kids about. But that discipline is something that I believe is just embedded in the core of what we do all the way from the first time that the kids try their first class to after they get their black belt. So one of the ways that we do that is super simple by asking the kids if they want to have a lot of fun in class. And they go, yeah, I want to have a lot of fun. I'm like, okay, good. You came to the right place. Well, in order to have a lot of fun, you need two things. You know, we need two things from you. We need focus and we need respect. And then we, you know, we explain what that is. And then we go into some drills that we do with, uh, with their listening ears. And we just make it, I think the big part of what we do is making it interactive. So it's not just standing there talking to the kids, it's getting them involved. So we play games from things like uh, sensei says, so they call me sensei, which means teacher in Japanese. So it's exactly like Simon says, only sensei says, so it works on being able to listen the first time we have things like, uh, they're my best list, which is a, like a chore sheet that, mm -hmm. uh, that they can take home every month. Yeah. So, and I think affirmations are important. So saying that you're disciplined, it is a way to program it into your mind and into you know your everyday life, but being able to have different interactive tools that you can take home, like the, my best list, mm -hmm. parents get to pick and choose the chores and the things that they want their kids to do. Uh, and then the kids, it's their responsibility to look at the sheet, go do it. And the parents will check it off. Um, so, yeah, I mean, and that does call for some rewards, some stripes on their belts and, you know, at home, they'll have, other, you know, their own stripes to put on their belts, but yes, yeah, so it is a partly affirmation, but it's also experience. It's also action. And that's what really, instead of martial arts teaching self-discipline and confidence over time, which it does, it actually cuts that into, you know, much less time, especially when you're, you know, doing everything as far as watching your parents, when you're interacting, when you're, you know, doing it instead of just saying it. Yeah. You know, this is really good because I think it helps teach the parents to remember to reward the good behavior and not yes. yell at the bad behavior, not really get upset yeah. about the bad behavior so much, but just really reward the good to keep bringing in the good. Yeah. And yeah. We're, that's, that's a principle that's really consistent with parenting books I read too, is just to really, you want the kids to be rewarded for the good and not be yelled at for the bad. Yeah, yeah, our mentor calls it uh, being a good finder. Yeah. And I call it uh, finding the little victories. So you're not expecting them to be perfect, um, as I mentioned, overnight and not to be too worried if it doesn't happen the first time. But if you see them all of a sudden picking up their one sock that they usually throw on the floor, then making sure that you tell them that, you know, not just, hey, good job but actually going into an explanation. Hey, that was awesome that you picked up that sock. You know, I really saw that self-discipline from you. I don't even have to ask you to do it. Hey, high five. Do you think you can do that more in the future? You know, small things like that can make really, really big changes. Yeah, that is so, so brilliant to just be reminded of is that little thing right there. And what I've noticed is the students who stay in karate or some kind of martial arts, like their whole life, haven't mm -hmm. you seen them as they grow up, they turn into like these super awesome adults. Like they, I don't know, I just watched some of these older boys that had been doing karate for a long time and they were so kind and so respectful and so sweet and, and disciplined just like that. They just, they were a different character. You could tell from other kids of the world who hadn't had years of martial arts. It was just this discipline that they built over time to get to that place. Have you seen that? 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, and I've been teaching 18 years as of right now. So it, it, it definitely happens. I mean, sometimes kids will do karate for six months. Sometimes it'll be a year, three months or sorry, three years. And other times they stick in it from their five until they're, they're 18, you know, as far as being a student. And absolutely. And um, one of our mentors, part of his, his karate school, once they got to teenagers and people were graduating, I think all the valedictorians that were in that area and all those high schools were a part of his karate school. So, yeah, I mean, we definitely see it. Wow. But just like anything, the more the more you practice it, the better. The, yeah, the better and the easier it becomes. Yeah, I think some kids get bored with one thing. So parents are like, OK, let's try soccer now. Let's try something else now. You've done this. But I think if we can get our kids to stick something out, too, for a while, you know, for yeah. a few years even and mm -hmm. really help them develop that, because you don't totally see the benefits even after a year like you could in two, three or four or five years. Right. It just it, it it's a practice over time that creates that self-discipline in a child, wouldn't you say? Yeah. I, I mean, it reminds you of just like instant gratification, you know, the kind of world that we live in. I want it now and I want it my way. So I think that martial arts and karate is so good for, for kids and just teaching them patience that, you know, bamboo doesn't grow overnight. It takes a few years, but then it skyrockets, you know? So if you, if you just wait, yeah. if you have the patience, if you have the dedication, if you learn that commitment, you can see massive progress. And you still see progress even when you've been doing martial arts for three months, but the types of progress, the long-term effects that happens, I believe when you've at least done it for a year, yeah. at least. I mean, I know that I wouldn't mm -hmm. be where I am for sure without, without martial arts. I think my life would be a lot different. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of takes you away from the world. Right. And it, and it helps you create some responsibility for yourself. And I just really love everything about martial arts. That's why I'm always telling parents I coach, please get your kid into some kind of martial arts. Like it's the best thing for them. So I'm really glad you're going to be doing an online martial arts program. Ooh, it probably right. can be something I can refer people over to. And so um, can't wait, get that information out to us as soon as you can, for sure. And yeah. if you could just kind of leave my listeners with one solid piece of advice today, what what would you tell them? So I would say always be open uh, to change. So always be open to it. You know, it's really awesome if you read a bunch of books and you listen to a ton of podcasts and you go to a thousand parenting summits. But if you're not open to actually listening, understanding and implementing the information, what's the point? Yeah. And if nothing changes, nothing, nothing changes. changes. <laughs> and so, yeah. And, mm -hmm. I would, and I would think just like I said earlier, either, you know, one of two things, put your kids in, in swimming so they can learn and learn how to swim and put them in martial arts. So they're getting this attitude training. Mm. You're, you're seeing the changes in the behavior and self-discipline. So that, that's what I would leave you with. Teach them how to swim and put them in karate. <laughs> Oh, that's so great. Brilliant. No doubt in my mind. You guys are like the happiest, funny, funnest couple I've ever seen. Like, oh, yeah. You're so excited about life. So happy. And I just can't wait till you can have all these babies to share that with. <laughs> let me tell you, you guys are going to be amazing parents for sure. So let me ask you this. Um, tell me, tell my listeners where they can grab a ticket for this, this conference. Of course, I'll include a link in, in the show notes for them. But if they just want to jump online and check it out, where can they find this summit? Yeah, for sure. So you can get um, your free ticket at happykidsummit.com. But we know, of course, you know, Heather has a special link just for you guys. For sure. For sure. Now, you said free ticket. So this is a free oh, three-day yes. summit, right? Oh, yes. Did we not mention that before? Out. The Happy and Healthy Kids Summit is a three-day virtual free, free, my favorite word, summit. <laughs> Yes. And there's going to be lots of speakers. So you need to be on your game to on those three days to be listening to them. Because once the summit's over, then what? 
it disappears. So it after does. so after 24 hours, uh, each day will disappear. So on day two, all the day okay. one stuff will be gone. But listeners, you guys will have an opportunity to get what we call the all access pass, which gives you lifetime um, accessibility to all of these interviews. And you're going to want that for sure. Yes. I love it so much. So thank you guys so much for sharing all of this information with us. And if, if, if our listeners can find you anywhere online, where can they follow you on Instagram or Facebook or what? Yeah, yeah, for sure. A yeah. few places. Uh, we we have a uh, we have a podcast, Family Values Podcast, and also yeah. So on Facebook and Instagram, cool. our karate studio is at Family That Kicks. Uh, you can also find uh, Odalis on Facebook at Sensei Odalis, and I'm at Mr. Hart FMA for Family Martial Arts. And you can also join our oh, Facebook group, right. Happy and Healthy Kids, uh, where we will be discussing all the Happy and Healthy Kids Summit things. Yes. Oh, so many places you guys are busy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so take your pick you guys it's gonna be awesome so thank you so much and we're so excited to do this to, i'm so excited that i was even one of the guests on your summit so i, oh, yeah. I appreciate that and i know my listeners are gonna love it so please go grab your ticket right away and thanks for being on the show awesome thank you Welcome. so much heather you are amazing and we are very very happy to be a part of this that you are part of our summit uh you're doing great things and we're glad we get to do it with you oh thank you so much there you have it, everybody. The Happy Healthy Kids Summit is coming up November 2nd through the 4th. Grab your ticket. I'm including links in the show notes. So please go check that out. You can also go to healthcoachheather.com. It's right there. You can click on the little button there to grab your free ticket to this amazing summit. Have a wonderful rest of your weekend, and I'll see you next week. Bye-bye.